0: Everybody that loves the Lord, say amen. Amen. Go to Ephesians, Ephesians and the first chapter. Hadn't the Lord been good to us? Ephesians chapter 1. Maybe give me a little more volume or or make me think I'm louder. Either way, thank you. (laughs) I appreciate that now the pastors just looked at me and twice he said mind the Lord mind the Lord and so I give all of y'all my word that that's what I'll try to do I'll do that and had not the Lord just been real good to us Ephesians chapter 1. Lord, we thank you tonight for Calvary. We thank you for Jesus sent from the Father. Thank you for the Holy Ghost sent from heaven. Thank you for the gospel that He sent the church. Lord breathe on us tonight, make preaching minute to be. do in our midst what you do in our midst and we'll thank you for it in Christ's name and all the Lord's people said. Amen. Amen. Bless the Lord. Mm. Well I got to come down for just a moment. that choir's done took me up to the heavenlies listen. And- I can't even see y'all. Hey, is anybody out there? I can't even see y'all. Woo. Mm. Mm. Isn't the Lord good to us?
1: <laughs>
0: I'm trying not to choke on a happy bubble. I'm having a happy bubble the size of Arkansas right now. <laughs> Thank you, Brother Sammy, for caring. Somebody's got to care about our heritage to bring that. Y'all ain't talking to me. Somebody's got to care about our heritage so we can have this. That wasn't thrown together in five minutes by somebody who didn't really care and I was looking at the choir and brother Sammy Kay and I was thinking of their old preaching daddy (laughs) all that's the embodiment of the fruit of the kind of men that have established this area on the word of God that's why y'all got a song That's why we got a song. (laughs) I bless the Lord. Mm, Trying to calm down. Ephesians 1. Look in verse 4. According as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. Ain't you glad something happened before we ever got here? That we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Mm. Having predestinated us unto the adoption of children. Predestination's for saints, the gospel's for sinners. I need a little help right there don't make me fuss about that for five minutes I just need a little help John Calvin did John Calvin had no idea what he is talking about with your salvation and neither did Jacob Arminius John Calvin wouldn't let nobody get saved, Jacob Arminius wouldn't let nobody stay saved y'all gotta talk to me I'm sympathetic to the Puritans and the Reformers. They were learning as they went. We need to be sympathetic. They were correcting church doctrine. And they were so sick of the Roman Catholic works, that they overcorrected with grace. So don't let it tear your nerves up too bad. But predestination is only in two chapters in the Bible. It's in Romans 8 and right here in Ephesians. And I'm going to say this so we can move on the rest of the service. Y'all got to help me real good. In neither passage in Romans or Ephesians where it mentions predestination, in neither passage does it even remotely teach that God created most men to put them in hell because Jesus did not die for them and the Holy Spirit never would draw them and therefore they were unconditionally elected to hell. I'm
1: trying...
0: If you didn't get that or didn't like that, just get the CD. I'm not going to go over it again. <clears throat> I got more time for that. In verse four, it says, "He before." Look in verse thirteen, and you'll find the after. In whom. Whoosh, whoosh, <laughs> Let's don't. I, I, I got to bring verse 12 in. I got to bring verse 12 in just because it's so good in here tonight. I don't know why that's cutting in and out. Are we going to be all right? Okay. Look in verse 12. That we. Mm, I need a little help right here. This is for us tonight. We're verse 12 tonight. That we should be to the praise of His glory. Mm. This atmosphere does not make me nervous. I only get nervous when this glory atmosphere is not around. In other words, when I'm in some of y'all's dead old churches, that's when I get nervous. That we should be to the praise of His glory. Mm. Who first trusted in Christ. Verse 13. In whom ye also trusted, circle this, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. In whom also after that ye believed. Ye were sealed. Huh. Didn't get sealed till after you believed. What about that? But anyway, leave me alone. Ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. And the Lord have to help me preach this message and y'all have to help me. I want to preach on before and after. Would you circle it in verse four? Where it says before. And then in verse 13 where it says after. I'm not talking about a timeline. I'm talking about maybe the manner in which you got saved. Mm. Y'all got to help me. This is not a before and an after, a timeline. This is two concepts. I'm going to say something, y'all say amen. When after I say it. I'm pretty sure you'll agree with it. There's only one way to God, and that's through Jesus Christ. Amen. And by the way, it wasn't his teaching and his example that saves us. That's for all you little contemporary WWJD bracelet wearers. It wasn't his example or his ethics or his model leadership. It was the fact that he was the incarnate God and he lived a sinless life died a vicarious death he died for you he died as you and he was buried and you was buried with him and he was a rose and we got up with him it's his death burial and resurrection
1: there's
0: only one way while I'm here, throw this in, Jesus didn't die so you could go to heaven. That's for all you vacuum car salesman cleaners trying to make the gospel, who's got the best gimmicks to trick people into wanting to be saved. The power of the gospel ain't enough. You need to give up your gimmicks and your tricks. Jesus didn't die so you could go to heaven. Now, aren't you glad you get to go to heaven when you die? That's a great joy of the believer, and we got into that a while ago. Jesus died so you could go to God. Jesus did not die to get you out of hell. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't you glad you don't have to go to hell? But Jesus died to get you out of sin. Sin was the bad thing. God was the good thing. Heaven and hell are just byproducts of the thing. Mm. Mm. <laughs> he died so you could go back to God. Whew. Now, so there's only one way. But here's what I'd like to talk about. And you just have to come with me and enjoy our little walk this evening. Here's what I want to talk about. God works in different ways to get us to the way. That's all. That's all. That's all I'm talking about. Is the way that God brought you to Jesus. Amen. Yes, <laughs> And, and it's a little different maybe than another way that God brought somebody to the way oh my oh my have you ever heard somebody say I wasn't looking for him but he came looking for me Every time I hear somebody say that, it's like a little lightning bolt run up and down my spine. Like, oh, yes, oh, thank God. Woo, oh, what a Savior. But then there were some people don't relate to that because they found Jesus. They had been told where he was and they knew they were supposed to seek him. And they went looking for him. You know, if y'all get quiet like that, it adds ten minutes to the sermon. I'm going to illustrate that at least two Bible stories, but can I throw a quick one in? And see, and all I need you to do to understand tonight is some folk relate to verse four. He, before... They park at verse four and shout till Christmas. My daddy was that way, a drunkard son and a turning into a very evil man himself. God pulled him over on the side of Highway forty one, right below Chattanooga, doing eighty five in a sixty six Chevy. God pulled him over. Daddy didn't even get saved that night. He did not know that God wanted to save him. He thought God pulled him over because God wanted to kill him. Daddy thought that people went to heaven who had their father, people who had daddies and people who had shoes when they were growing up. And he thought them people got to go to heaven. And people that come from, I'm going to need a little help right here, the other side of the tracks they just thought that they went to hell because they were already full I'm not being ugly with my language but they were already full of hell and they were already living in hell and that eternal hell was just a continuation of what this life had to offer and he didn't even know that God would save him (laughs) he sat there trembling on the side of the road and he asked God, please don't kill me. He didn't know that he could ask God to save him. And the only religious thing he could come up with was, Lord, it was a Thursday. If you let me live to Sunday, I'll go to church with mama. <laughs> And he got in that old country church that had been in about the fourth year of a Holy Ghost revival. And he sat back there in the right hand side and he couldn't drink coffee and he couldn't digest food from Thursday to Sunday. Help me now. Ah! Daddy's a before. Uh, He's a he before. Thank God that was 1966. And that old-timey preacher, this is 2017. That man of God is still pastoring there tonight. (laughs) I call him pastor too. And he gave a seeker-friendly, strategy-driven, market research type of altar call. It was a seeker-friendly, it was... The old man of God gave a special altar call. It went like this. Junior, get down here, boy.
1: <laughs>
0: there wasn't much gray area right there. That was the altar call. How do you like that altar call?
1: Uh,
0: y'all do understand all this modern contemporary stuff killing the Holy Ghost presence in your church. You understand that, don't you? You understand there ain't no straddling the fence. You understand that, don't you? You understand that crowd ain't got one thing that we need to borrow. You understand that, don't you? I'm not being ugly to these older folks, I'm talking to the young people. You understand that, don't you? You don't need a balance. If you got cold water and sewage water, you don't need a balance. You need to toss out the sewage. If you can't smell that the contemporary movement has another spirit, another gospel, and another Jesus, then you'll be a big help to the Antichrist as he's putting his one world church together in these last days. If you can't smell that. That old man of God leaned over that pulpit. Before that he had done called all the little children up and he said, We got Junior McNeese here. Right back from the army. Both sides of his jaw. Broken devil tried to kill him three times. He had a praying mama and a praying grandma. Yeah. 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 One of oh. them old mountain women prayed with a little brute and dip snuff coming out of one side. I ain't never been able to preach against tobacco. I mean it's probably wrong and sinful but I just can't bring myself to do it. It may run your testimony, but it didn't run grandma's. I need to put a. Di- s- yeah, now, young men, you stay away from tobacco, okay? You, you ain't no mountain grandma, boys. And them prayers had caught up. <laughs> them prayers. I want to make a little announcement right here. God answers every prayer that's ever been prayed by His children. He bottles them up, he boxes them up, he puts them in perfume bottles. He pours them out in front of the in front of the veil at the throne room. They make sweet incense when the high priest goes in. <laughs> they ain't none of them ever been wasted. The prayers you prayed when you was in the spirit. And the prayers you prayed when you wasn't. The prayers you prayed when you felt like you couldn't pray. And the prayers you prayed when you thought everybody in heaven was listening. God took the ones full of faith. And God took the ones with a little seed of faith. And, and, he, and he heard every prayer. He looks beyond our fault and he sees our need. Woo! He'd called the little children up and said, Sang to the soldier. That's back when America loved her flag and her soldiers. Amen. Yes, amen. Amen. Sang to the soldier, boy. And the little children sang. And you know what they sang. They sang what my daddy needed to hear.
2: Jesus.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Any song starts like that, it's gonna be a good song. Jesus loves me. This everybody but my daddy knew. But he figured it out that morning. And then the altar call came Junior, get out here, boy.
1: <laughs>
0: Let God save you. Daddy tried, but he couldn't. One step, and he collapsed. The conviction had been so heavy, he collapsed back there. And his best friend, who'd got saved while he was overseas, started tithing. That's the initial thing put him under conviction. He came back. His best friend and an old deacon come down, and they drug him to the altar with his toes a <laughs> to dragging up. One man under each armpit, and they just drug him to the altar. <laughs> They laid my daddy on the altar. And when they did, I wasn't here yet. But Hebrews 7, while he is yet in the loins of his father, he met Melchizedek.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hebrews 7, there was a transaction between Abraham and Melchizedek. And Levi wasn't there, but it impacted, affected, involved him. Yes, it did. He was yet in the loins when his father met Melchizedek. <laughs> mm. You reckon that's one of the first Lord's supper? Melchizedek brought forth bread and wine, and Abraham brought his tithes. They tell me, and he was that priest king of Salem before it had a Jeru on it. they tell me the old gate was the only gate. You read Nehemiah, the gates. And some of the men I studied behind, you older preachers tell me, y- y'all keep me straight on this. Some of the old men I studied behind, they said the old gate was the original gate and there was a while there it was the only gate. And they said Melchizedek very well probably was the man that built the old gate. And there's been great preachers speculate if Melchizedek brought Abraham and they sat under the old gate and had the Lord's Supper.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Y'all chase all these new shiny balls if you want to. They're all bouncing off into hell. I just take the old stuff. And there, my daddy, God saved him. He wasn't looking for God. He had no idea that God would ever care enough to come looking for him. My daddy's a before. He just stops at verse four. but now my story is opposite. My daddy wasn't a drunk unless you count getting full of the Holy Ghost and acting like a drunk man every once in a while. and I knew where Jesus was and I knew who he was yeah. and I was told, I was instructed to go to him yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 That's good, bro.
0: and I went looking for him yeah. <laughs> I need all the church kids to see, we're over there in verse 13 yeah. Yeah. our story kind of happened more in time after some things And and our verse has ye in it. Ye. After. Well, that ain't spiritual enough for some of you, but we're sorry, that's how our story plays out. Ye. After we heard. What about... And, and, and see, my daddy was under pressure from God. But it's been known that some people go put pressure on God. I expect you to be quiet right there. I'll forgive you. What about the little woman with an issue of blood? Uh-huh. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Even uses the word press. Uh-huh. She <laughs> She pressed through. She came in the press behind. She knew. She looked for him. When she ran out of all other options, she had heard and she knew where she had to go. And her story wasn't that he touched me. Matter of fact, when you read her story in Mark 5, Jesus says, "Who touched me?" Brother Taylor, Brother Dean, you older men of God, y'all keep me straight right here now. Brother Rackley, y'all keep me in line. We got to compare Scripture with Scripture, don't we? Jesus, now see, my daddy would sing. People like my daddy in verse 4, they sing. He touched me, oh, he touched me. But some of us knew where he was. We were told we were, that he's the only hope we had. We were told our whole life to seek him. And love him and follow him. and Go find him. And our song, Jesus has to sing. And he sings it like this. There was a day he will saying, Who touched me? Oh, who touched me? And yeah. <laughs> see, sometimes the devil robs the victory from us church kids. And I ain't talking about age. There's people in here 70-year-old, and you're, you were a church kid. Your mama prayed. Your daddy shouted. Your church was a Holy Ghost Bible preaching. Come on, help me now. You were raised in this and we just don't have too many dramatic stories on our side of the aisle. We didn't collapse in the middle of the floor. Reason my daddy pulled over that night is God sat in the car and he thought he'd come to kill him. God pulled him over and he's sitting there shaking. And lightning, the storm, lightning lit up the sky and the bridge in front of him had washed out earlier that evening. If he'd have hit it at 85, he wouldn't be here. None of us McNeese preaching boys would be here. Lightning flashed that night. Well, I was on the front row. I didn't collapse. Lightning didn't flash. I'd been raised in the light. I was born at the foot of the cross and laid at it. They laid me down at the foot of the cross. There wasn't no bridges out. There was just two steps from the front pew to the altar. They didn't have to drag me. Nobody even noticed because kids went to the altar. Sometimes we after people. We hear about how God saved you out of hell's angels. How God saved you off of death row. How God pulled you out of a crack house under an interstate bridge. And the devil starts talking to us and say, "You, you, you ain't never had nothing like that.
1: It's
0: before and after. Everybody go to Acts. Book of Acts 8 and 9. We'll try to just spend three minutes right there and make a Bible illustration. All right. Acts 8 and 9. Let's do this one quickly. Then we're going to go to another one. Then we're going to go back to Ephesians. And then we're going to shout till Christmas. About... It don't really matter what your way was to the way.
1: <laughs> Alright,
0: I'm gonna say this. Y'all are here on a Thursday night in a camp meeting. You're not Sunday school material, most of y'all teach Sunday school, so let's do this fast. In Acts eight, you got a black man, a religious man, going to church, reading his Bible. Wanting God. Don't make me establish that. it take too long. Was he not returning from Jerusalem? And I guarantee you, he went every year. You think I'm right? Older men of God, you think I'm right? It wasn't his first trip, guarantee you. He'd been going a long time. <laughs> and didn't he not have his Bible? Isaiah 53, he'd been reading. And he'd been to church, but like most church kids, they get saved after church. And is it verse 31, God sent him a soul winner. See, that ought not make you nervous. God sent him a soul winner, and he had a long counseling session with an altar worker. Lost some of my buddies right there, but it'll be all right, because that's the Bible. God put, and circle this, verse 31. Ben, it's the fifth time you've heard this. You keep me in my verses right. Verse, is it Verse 31 where he said, how can I, Brother James, except some man, circle some. Now, next chapter, chapter 9. You got a white man. He ain't trying to get saved. He's trying to kill everything that is saved. Y'all ain't helping me. Y'all ain't helping me. Y'all got to help me better than that. He ain't looking for Jesus. He's looking to kill everybody that loves Jesus. Y'all got to help me. Y'all got to help me. Y'all got to help me. God said, I'm just going to knock this in off his donkey. He's so dangerous. We're just going to do that without anybody. And is it verse 7? The men which were with him stood speechless. God said, we don't need no speeches today. The old boy in the chair needed a long speeches to figure out some long scriptures. Well, God said, no speeches. We're going to knock this one on his back. I'm going to save him without even asking him if he likes it or not. And to top it off, I'm going to call him to preach and see what he thinks about that. And does it say, no man, hear the voice, but seeing, help me now, no man. I need all of y'all in the Carolinas quit picking on each other about you not doing it quite like the other guys. Thank God for bus routes and soul winners and altar workers and people that's been trained to lead somebody to Christ. Quit getting upset when somebody acts like that. And I need all of you out there working so hard at that. You quit picking on the old boy that never saw a soul winner, never saw a Bible, never had a counseling session. He wouldn't know the Romans road from Main Street. God knocked him off his donkey, saved the pudding out of him, and didn't even ask him about it. That old black boy, he was a church man. And he had to go find Jesus.
1: <laughs>
0: but there that Jew man. Whew, God had to come and knock it just flat out. And one of them boys would tell you, he, he did it all, Paul has to tell you, before God had a plan. Amen. Amen. I was trying to kill him. And he saved me. Amen.
1: Amen.
0: There's no altar workers, no counseling sessions, no scriptures, no church attendance. He's trying to kill the church. Y'all with me? But that old black boy he'd say There was a lot of ye and it was after. All right, go to John 3 John 4 our second illustration I love John 3 and 4 John 3 John 4 y'all help me right here now don't make me work at this y'all better help me John 3 let's just lay it out there Nicodemus John 4 the woman at the well Let's talk about it for a minute. Here's a before and an after. You got a religious man and you got a wicked woman. You've got a Pharisee impeccable pedigree. Reason he couldn't figure out why he needed that other birth he had so much confidence in his original birth. He was of the Pharisees but she was of the Samaritans Half-breed, social outcast, shameful scandal. Help me now. Other side of the tracks. All them messed up marriages and all them messed up divorces and all them messed up kids. You got two opposites here. The religious man came looking for Jesus. Jesus went looking for the wicked one.
1: <laughs>
0: the religious man said to Jesus, But yeah. Jesus spoke to yeah. the wicked one. Yeah. The religious man said, We know. It's the first thing he told him. It's what he knew. But Jesus said to the wicked one, If thou only knew. Are y'all seeing the before and an after? The wretched woman got saved before her story got done. And she brought the whole town to Jesus and half of them got saved before her story finished. We don't even know when Nicodemus got saved. because Sometimes it takes us religious people a good little while to work it out. What it say about Nicodemus? Tell me what verse it is. The same came to Jesus by what? Night. By night. What verse is that? And then is it verse 6, her verse? He met her when? What hour was it? It was the sixth hour, which was the middle of the day. Why does it seem that God deals with religious after type people? Privately. Quietly under the cover of darkness inside a chariot over in a counseling hall. Because they have private issues and they have private dealings. But them old wicked sinners, their sin was in front of the whole world so God does them a favor. He does them a favor and He lets their salvation be in front of the whole world.
1: Yes. Sir. Yeah, man.
0: He just does that for. Them. Now we don't even see Nicodemus for 16 chapters. He shows up again in chapter 19. But somewhere between 3 and 19, he got his answers. Because he showed up, watch this, y'all better act. if y'all act white, I'll fire you. I need your soul choir side to come out of you for a little while. I know a lot of y'all came to Lutherans and Presbyterians, but I need a little help right here. Y'all better help me. I'm gonna talk like this, and y'all better get with me for just a minute at least. Nicodemus showed up at the cross.
1: Yes. Sir. Amen. Amen.
0: We ain't sure when he figured out what Christ and the cross was about, but we see him at the end of the thing and he's at the cross and he's got his arms slammed full of worship. He's bringing the oil, the balm, the myrrh that they're going to anoint. I need a little help right here. They're going to anoint the body of Christ with. They're going to anoint the body of Christ with what he's bringing. Does it seem like God uses some people to bring sinners to church? And God uses some people to bring church to sinners. Well, yes. yes. I got that just now. I ain't never heard that. That was oh, that helped me. That helped me right there. I'm studying in front of y'all. She she's a wit, wicked sinner. She brought the whole town. Come see a man. Yeah. 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 But when we see Nicodemus coming, he's coming to the body of Christ yeah. with everything the church needed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For the great hill that just took care of all the sinners, yeah. all right. <laughs> the little church on top of a hill, where I swear God just took care of all the sinners in the whole world. And God needed a man to bring something for the little church. There's one preacher and a few women. And he said, this is what I got. Wow, wow. When did you get saved? Don't worry about it. Here's what you need.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we'll throw this in for all the little church kids. See? And all you folks that got saved on the after side. He didn't say, for I know when I have believed. Right. Timothy yeah. yes, 1.12. Right. All of them old before people. Every one of them know the exact moment. They will never forget it when God reached down in hell and saved them. Yeah. Yeah. But a bunch of us are looking for him and seeking for him. We got several uh, ye's and after's in our verse. And you quit worrying about when we got saved. The Bible never did say, for I know, Timothy 1.12, for I know when I have believed. It never did say, for I know where I have believed. It didn't even say how. Ain't nobody knows how. I know how I have. No. Paul said, I know whom. Yeah, on.
1: this one. This one. This one. Yeah, I have yeah. it. <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs>
0: <It's Whom>. <laughs> you whom? Know hey, Amen. Glory it's to God. God bless you, man. Glory Amen. <laughs> Oh brother, oh man, bro. you. you know him. Hallelujah. All right, good. good oh. I'm with you. Hallelujah. I'm with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Enjoy yourself. Oh, enjoy I know yourself. After whom I believe. Enjoy Lord Lord yourself.
1: That He is able. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Enjoy yourself.
0: That guy gave me a hug. I got a hug. I got a hug. I got a hug. hug. All
1: right.
0: Brother Frankie said he knows him and he's all right. Yeah. Brother Frankie said that's one of his and he's all right. I'm, I'm kind of glad to hear that myself. Glad to hear that. That's good to know, ain't it? Now, you can turn me back up. I think you turned me down when he was shouting. You're all right, friend. And by the way, he's been doing that back in that hall the whole time. So it just, it got a little more than he can handle there. I'm bearing witness, sir. I'm bearing witness. I'm bearing witness. I'm bearing witness. I'm bearing witness two minutes in hell or two minutes in heaven and you'll know why he acted like he acting right there. We'd all be acting like that if we knew what God saved us from. Brother Bell, hallelujah. Come back. He's coming back. He's coming back.
1: <laughs> Woo! I'm for it.
0: I'm for it. I'm for it.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Amen. I
1: promise
0: you. I promise you. Let me tell you two stories right here. Let me say this. He's on my team. Brother Frank is on his team. They're on the same team. The same... Came to Jesus by night. And and God let him. And he never told nobody. How many church kids you know get saved after church? Because it was too shameful. Down at the synagogue. (laughs) How many kids... I mean, deacons' kids and preachers' (laughs) kids creep down the hall at midnight and their godly parents are in there and they say, they say, Mommy, Daddy, I was was embarrassed at church to say anything. (laughs) And the Lord lets them yeah, right. yeah, yeah. do y'all understand John three sixteen was given yeah, yeah, yeah. was given to a Pharisee
1: yeah.
0: did you know even if I thought the contemporary movement had any good ideas still couldn't get in with them because they only offer Jesus to half the people yeah. they claim they do not want any church people they don't want any religious people. They dress down like they're at a picnic, and they just say, "Just give us old messed up people." Got a real Bible problem with that. God gave John 3:16 not to a drunk, not to a harlot, not to a dope addict, not to a prisoner, a criminal. He gave it to a Pharisee. And he whispered it.
1: yes, yeah. <laughs> It
0: was in the middle of the night. In the shadows. And you could have walked by John 3.16 when it was happening. You could have passed within four foot. And probably not even heard it. Stand up sir. He was saying. Amen. God so loved the world. My goodness. You feel that wind? By the way. The Pharisee man needed the wind. The sinner woman needed the water. All religious people need the Holy Spirit to work on them before Jesus can. John 3, he talked about the work of the Spirit several verses. Then he talked about the work of the Savior. Our churches need the Holy Ghost first and then then we can get to Jesus. I'm glad God loves Pharisees. Or the church wouldn't have had an apostle. He said, I need somebody to preach grace to all the Gentile dog sinners. So I'm going to get me a Pharisee. Because they're the worst. He never called sinners ugly names, but he did Pharisees. And Pharisees were the worst. That's why Paul could say, I was the chief. I was a self-righteous sinner. And those are always the worst. And God said, I'm going to get me an old self-righteous sinner. He'll, He'll be so convinced that it took grace. He'll convince the rest of them. Oh, I'm glad he loves Pharisees. I need to tell one story. And then go back to Ephesians and close this. I was in Knoxville, Tennessee last summer. The Lord was breathing on this outfit. I'll make this a short story. Little old inner city church. It had been a great church at one time back when, before it turned into a ghetto over the decades. Preacher's daughter hopped up. She's 16 on Monday night and she screamed out, one night, I want God. You had to have been there. And when she said it, it seemed like the Lord wanted the same thing she wanted. I'm serious. At that moment, God came in and embraced that girl. And God wouldn't leave us. It went nearly a month. That little old cobweb, decrepit. And there had been a faithful few that just never left their church. And God granted a divine visitation. Uh-huh. They brought in a the girl. They flew her in from Houston. She left Knoxville when she was 16. She's 26 now. I'm skipping a lot of the details. She didn't even know anybody still loved her. Somebody related to her had a grandmother in the little church. And her husband out there got the. I know there's children here, I'll be careful. Her husband out there had got to selling her body in the gangs of inner Houston for heroin. And she didn't even know anybody knew she was there, but somebody loved her and they was in our little church was it. They flew out there, rescued her. Word had got back and they'd found out. She's at death. She's at, she, she, she ain't gonna live through. She ain't gonna live. She ain't gonna live through this year the way things are going. And with she ain't gonna live. She ain't gonna survive what's happening now. And they went and got her, and they brought her to our meeting on Tuesday night. I'm talking about he before
2: that
0: little gal. She hit the altar. Half the church with her. God God saved the ever-loving pudding out of her. He just kept saving her over there. I dove in three times in the mix just to splash around and kick around. Then I'd come back out and catch a little air. Woo! I'm getting back in, jump back in. God saved her. Is one of the most beautiful things. I've got to see some of that through the years. God uh, in twenty minutes there was a hullabaloo and a kerfuffle. <laughs> that's been my favorite word this year, a kerfuffle. There was a hullabaloo and a kerfuffle arose with such a clatter. I sprang to the ladder to see what was the matter. No, sorry, that's. That was a Christmas poem, but and I don't even believe in Christmas. I, I don't. I just quote Christmas poems. And God saved her mama who was in just as bad a shape in Knoxville. God saved her mama. She's back in that corner. And that church ain't nobody shouted in 30 years, not because they were bad, just because it was where it was. And they shout. Bunch of people can start saved. I call her the Houston harlot, kind of like Rahab the harlot. While God was saving her, what's this? Here comes an after. Deacon's daughter. Tall, lovely, blonde-haired young lady, godly girl, pure. She had two older, her daddy's a godly deacon man, raised under some of the greatest preachers uh, that Tennessee's ever put out. And here she come. Amen. And she'd been seeking half her life.
2: God. Amen.
0: And here she came. I'm going to use this word. Some of you won't understand. Here she came again. But that's
1: okay.
0: She had two older sisters. Kind of went astray. And she loved her parents so much she vowed she'd never do that. This girl this girl wasn't nothing wrong with her. (laughs) Except the same thing wrong with her, wrong with everybody. And watch this. She slipped out. Here she came. Now over here. The whole world shouting, this girl. And over here all of a sudden we're in hush hush mode. And her daddy came up, whispered in me nah, uh, now. I said, yeah, And only one or two noticed there was such a hullabaloo and a kerfuffle going on over here. And she slid in real shy, like, hoping nobody's seen her. And she's over there whispering. <laughs> And over here, they're shouting the absolute plaster. The paint off the wall, then the plaster, then the very very timber structure was in danger on that side. There's a rattling. But over here, there's a whispering. It was a ye. She's pressing through trying to find him. Did y'all ever notice the prodigal and the elder? Prodigal sin was in front of everybody. Prodigal salvation was in front of everybody. Prodigal celebration was in front of everybody. Do you know the elder brother who was the Pharisee? This was an answer to the Pharisees in verse 1. He represented the Pharisee, the Jew, the elder. And he's out on the front porch privately with heart issues. And nobody... Hey! Nobody even seen the father sneak out. the party. Son. What's wrong with you, boy? It's been wrong with you a long time, ain't it? You said, "Did the elder get saved?" It ain't none of your business. That's between him and the Lord. He was called son. All that I have is thine. He was just working through some private
1: issues.
0: (laughs) Oh my. When they lined them up on that night, the Houston harlot and the deacon's daughter stood side by side. Just the way it happened. And there was other people all lined up. And they both had tears. And they both had their little hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one had on a mini skirt. That's and, 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 and all she had. Some heels. You could see the bruises. You could see the diseases. You could see the ravages of sin. And the other one stood there. The deacon's daughter. There's a before. One of them didn't even know God knew her. alright let's try to land this plane go back to Ephesians 2 go back to Ephesians 2 Ephesians 2 I'm going to show you in here this this thing carries on out I'm trying to mind the Lord Pastor are we okay watch Ephesians 2 excuse me Ephesians 2. And you'll find this again. Look in verse 2. Wherein, here it comes, in time past. Y'all underlining that? Now look down in verse 7. That in the ages to come. These are how the two testify. The Houston harlots When they testify, they always look at their past. And they say, thank God. He got me out of hell. All the deacons' daughters, all the after people, Uh when they testify, they're always looking at the future. That's what they always (laughs) fear. That in the ages to come, and over here saying, I can't believe He let me into heaven. Houston heart over here, I can't believe he got me out of hell. All the after people, I can't believe he let me into heaven. All the Houston heart devil been trying to drag them into hell. All this bunch over here been trying to get into heaven. Come on now. Stand up right here, Brother Ben. You represent the Houston heart. Young man, you stand up right here. And you look that way. You're looking into heaven because that's where you're happy you're going. You look into hell. That's where you're happy. You ain't going no more. Now watch this. Watch this. If you... I'm going to say something real fast right here. The Houston harlots, they never have to deal with doubt. But they do have to deal with devils who are not happy that they lost them. Deacon's daughters over here, they never deal with strong devils. Strong devils were never allowed to get near these kind of people. There was blood boundaries put around them. There were covenants, Jonathan and David covenants. There was Noah's arks. But they deal with doubt. Things never happen to the deacon's daughter In downtown Houston she'll never have to deal with stuff like that and that's why the devil's mad at her and I had a dear I had a 42 year old woman testify last year and she said I stayed clean and I stayed close to my parents and to God and I I wrestled with doubt for years until one day the Lord told me do you know why Satan attacks your salvation it's because there ain't nothing else in your life for Him to attack.
1: <laughs>
0: now, the Lord pulls a little switcheroo. If you live long enough, you'll see this. Look in verse 2 wherein in time passed, and He turns to a ye ye. And then look in verse 7. And the age is to come and he turns it to a he. If you live long enough, the Lord will do this. He'll switch them both. He'll say, come here, deacon's daughter. Not only did I put you in heaven, but I need to show you what it could have been and what it would have been. There is a Houston where things happen. But you don't know anything about that. And there is a hell. But you just need to sit here and study that world and worship a little bit. And he'll make them old Houston heart. You keep looking over into hell and be glad you ain't there. You swore about getting into heaven. Didn't even know that you should have been worried about going to hell. He'll say, come here, honey. Rahab the harlot Not only did I remove your past I gave you a future You're going to have children That ain't going to be In Houston Your girls ain't never going to know What Houston
1: was Not only did I give you
0: a future, I gave you a heaven and a family and a life. And he'll do a little switcheroo and let them study heaven and hell. Come here, both of you. And everybody look at verse 13. Underline two words. Here's where he wants you to get. But now.
1: let ahead and say it out loud.
0: But now. Say it out loud. Say y'all need to say it out loud. But now what's the next three words? In Christ Jesus. And if you look down, maybe in that verse in the following verses, said he takes Jews and Gentiles and He calls them, you have to look at the verses, I don't know He calls them, some of you were nigh. And some of you were far off. Somebody find that verse and tell me. Huh? 17? Yeah. He said, some of you were nigh.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: That's all the deacon's daughters. That's all the Ethiopian eunuchs. That's all the Nicodemus' man. Men- had the Old Testament memorized and didn't know what it meant. Some of you were nigh. And then some of you were far off. You were living in a hell some of us will never know nothing about. But God will bring you to a place where it ain't about heaven or hell. It ain't about he pulled you out of your past and he gave you a future. You'll even get past those things. And it'll be about Christ. But now, in Christ Jesus. Amen. That's before and after. Had a now the pastor whispered to me a little bit. I said, "That old boy running up down the aisle, having happy bubbles." <laughs> said he came from a, a Houston thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And see here, that's a little exuberance. That's something you don't understand. But what if they came down to Houston and pulled you out of a crystal mess? and unchained you off a of bed <laughs> you'd do more you'd do more than sit in church and say amen that's a good song yeah. right. yes. amen that's that's you know pastor, yeah. went a, pastor went a tad long but I enjoyed his one thought there didn't you enjoy that one
1: thought
0: by the way the bondage on the after side that the fear and torment that deacons' daughters have. It can be as torturous as actual torture yes, sir, right. going on over here. Yes, sir. He saved us all out of sin. Yeah. Right. Saved Amen. us all out of hell. Amen. Saved us all by his blood. Yeah. Amen. I tried to obey the Lord, Pastor. I, I hope everybody... I know.
1: Amen. And...
0: I got done preaching that one night. I've been preaching this for uh, since last summer when I saw the two of them.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and then God showed it to me in the Bible about a month later and I couldn't help myself. I've just been preaching it.
2: <laughs>
0: and I got done one night and an old boy, and he is acting like our dear brother that's got happy bubbles. He was on the wall over here, this man was. And he was tearing up Pastor. and so was everybody else and when we got done he said this he said brother Dave had the ugly face you ain't never worshipped until you've had the ugly face and, and and when you get in that gear God will make you do everything that you ever said you would never do in church
1: That yeah. You're right, You're right.
0: Some of y'all are in trouble tonight. You'll say, I'll never run down the aisle and hug the preacher. Oh, really? Okay. I'll give you my email and my cell number. You let me know when that happens, all right? I'm going to enjoy hearing your story. This boy's on the wall. And he said, Brother Dean, is it okay if I just have both verses? He said, because I've been both. I was a church kid 20 years and lived that way. And then I got out in the world and they had to come get me. he said, I've been, I've been, can I be both? I said, permission granted, you can be both. That's fine. Right there. Just shout it out. Oh, man. I think the only thing that we need to understand you need to quit trying to figure out your salvation and just trust your Savior. Quit trying to measure your conviction experience and just try to wrap your arms around your Christ. All that, all that. He'll get you to but now. And there will come a... Th- it won't even be about your past or your present. It'll be about Jesus. so let's bow our heads pastor you call up the musicians you want and here's what we need to do tonight some of you every time I mention these things there's people that need victory because the devil's always telling you you're not saved he never tells a lost man that some of you need the victory and then some of you need to thank him. It's been a long time since you thanked him. I bless his name. And somebody here might need to come be saved. Amen. Let's stand up. You don't have to close your eyes. Let's stand up and sing with the brother. Why don't some of you come thank him? Some of you come ask him for victory. Some of you wait behind on thanking God where he got you from, what he's given to you. Find your
2: place to pray. Just stand. Maybe you need to be saved. I am with You need to be saved, one, you come plea. But that thy blood was shed for me. And that thou bidst me. Come to Thee, O Lamb of God, I come, I come. Just as I am and waiting not, to rid my soul of one dark blood. To Thee whose blood can cleanse each spot, O Lamb of God, I come I come Just as I am Thou wilt Receive Wilt well For Done Cleanse Relieve oh, yes. Because oh, yes. Thy Promise i Believe, O oh Lamb of God, I come. I-